1: It's not too late for Adam Gase to win Coach of the Year. Welcome to a Strip Club edition of Sorry We Love Football, the only show that actively hates the sport that it covers. I'm your host and Jalen Hurts, Stan, Daniel Hardigan, Best QB in the division, baby. With us as always, Chiefs fan Danny Solomon. I don't even know what to say anymore, Danny. Just congrats on steamrolling through the league. I mean.
2: Best QB in the world, baby.
1: Uh, as always, Washington football team fan, Jamel Johnson. Jamel, if you knew what strip club Dwayne Haskins was at, would you have gone?
3: Dog, he was not at a fucking strip club. He was just at a house. He just at a house with Google lights, man. He just changed the fucking color on his Google lights. Calm maybe down.
1: He, maybe he got the vaccine. We don't know. And uh, joining, uh, joining the show today, we got two very funny comedians who both happen to represent Saints Nation. Uh, We got Zach Sims and Neil Stasny on the show. Thanks
0: for coming on, guys. Thank you. It's the Houdet Nation. I don't mean to correct you. No, you did the right thing. Correct
3: Dan any chance you can.
0: (laughs) Thank you for having us.
1: Look, I want, now that you guys are on the show, I know you're coming off two losses. So we always like to take a pulse of kind of like where the fans' heads are at. You guys, you know, we're right there at the top of the NFC. Still have a chance at the one seed, I think, if Green Bay manages sure. to drop a game or two um, and then I want to know why you guys are holding Jameis Winston hostage but we'll get into that what's the pulse of Saints nation who
0: that nation at the moment Sean will lo- love to tell you how much he likes Jameis Sean thinks Jameis is a good guy Sean loves watching Jameis throw the ball in practice Jameis seems to be having a great time on the sideline I don't know if you've seen him he's rooting his guys on he'll get into it you know he's a beloved part of the team but I don't I I guess I'm going first, Neil, I apologize. Yeah, yeah, that's
4: great.
0: I just realized I flew in. <laughs> uh, I think Neil and I both are probably more zen than other aspects of Huda Nation. Personally, uh, this is probably the last three times, I'm, four times I'm going to get to watch Drew B- Brees play football. I really like watching Drew Brees play football. It's been pretty fun. If we did not win the Super Bowl in two thousand nine, I would have you know jumped off a roof by now. It would be the most devastating thing in my life. Uh, but I get to have that memory. It was great, and uh, you know the worst case scenario is that somehow you beat Tom Brady twice and he still wins the division, uh, just because you know he's Lucifer himself. But aside from that, I'm having a good time and I'm enjoying uh, watching my men uh, run around in their their gold helmets.
4: <laughs> yeah, I, I I agree with Zach that. You know, the fact that they won the Super Bowl in 2009 uh, has helped a lot over the past several devastating playoff losses. And helped still- you get laid.
2: Uh, I don't yeah. go through that whole story, but there is a famous Neil getting laid after the Super Bowl tale for maybe if we get a Patreon going or something.
3: Sure, I'm happy to talk about it. Can you own. jerk off to the story? Is it that is good? <laughs> no, no, I
4: mean, really, it's Annie who's the only one who's consistently been interested over 10 years.
2: <laughs> that can't be true. It's There's an at only least game. one woman out there who's also interested.
4: Yes. Because it
1: sounds like the greatest night of of a person's life, right? Your team wins, you get laid. Oh, yeah. What else do you want? It Did
4: really you get sucked there? off by Archie Manning? Was, was my, uh, <laughs> I've never felt better uh, incredibly hungover on the subway the next day. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, as I walked oh, into an apartment for where I was. When you're a dude, the walk of shame is lit. And yeah. and, you know, and, as a, and as a world champion as well. Sure. Very mm-hmm. nice. Um, and
0: also, just, a, just a, they and I understand that they lost some really bad playoff games, but we've also, even during this run, had some very fun playoff victories that as a fan of the team, I've really enjoyed watching. I get nationally it's not as exciting to, you know, win a divisional round playoff game. But, you know, that Eagles game was thrilling. There was some great Drew stuff in there. Beating the Panthers three times in a row was awesome. Uh, You know, so even this, I've had plenty of fun. uh, Yeah. Despite, you know, some of the pain.
4: Absolutely. And it's, you know, but just to kind of bring it back to this year, it does help the fact that it's like, all right, well, you know, this is probably the last year that Breeze is going to play. You obviously want to win the Super Bowl. So that does. The fact that you have one kind of makes you feel a little bit better. Um, but it does overall. My kind of mood is like we finally have a defense that's pretty good, really good, maybe. Good. Um, and it just happens to be the year that all of half of Drew Brees' ribs are falling apart, <laughs> um, and the uh, and Michael Thomas is, may, I guess, coming back for the playoffs. So it would be nice if those guys were back because because my takeaway from this Chiefs game was really like. You know they still played pretty well eventually, uh, but if Michael Thomas is out and Drayquan is out, it's just a bunch of nobody wide receivers and Emmanuel Sanders.
2: Now, do you really believe that this is Drew's last year? Because I was thinking about it, like you know, he's just as good as he was last year. I feel like he has, he still has those moments where he's good. Maybe, maybe you've seen a, a distinct fall off the plateau that he was on, but I, I see. Still potential to be good. And there's no fans. Wouldn't you want to go out in front of the fans at the Superdome?
0: That's uh, certainly true. I, To me, I don't want to spoil my hate, but that's one of the things that I hate is that Drew's not going get, to gonna get that kind of so long with the fans. But the reality is the man has had at least three nationally televised games where he has broken an all-time passing record at home and had the whole game stop and have the whole dome get up and cheer him. So we've had, you know, he's had it. And he'll do the who that chant week one and we'll go crazy for him. You know, he's, he, he knows that New Orleans likes him, I would say.
4: Yeah. I think, I think it'll probably be his last year. I I don't really know why he would, this is, this was the year that I think it would have made sense for them to win. I don't think he's going to go through all this all again. And I think the team is probably ready for him to go too. especially after like last year, it sounded like he was almost going to leave and maybe we were going to get Tom Brady. Like, I I think the team is probably like, all right, this is thanks for sticking around. We, maybe you're going to win again. And if not, have fun on NBC or wherever you sign that contract and, uh, Taysom era. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that's what I wanted to ask about is, okay. Two weeks ago, you guys had ran off like eight straight or nine straight wins or something like that. You have Taysom Hill starting quarterback and it doesn't matter. You're still winning these games anyway. And then here we are two weeks later. Like if I were, if you guys were on two weeks ago was like fan approval rating, like a hundred, just like we're winning the shit. Or were you guys still skeptical, knowing these next two weeks were possibly
0: coming. No, I, you just, it, you're, you're lying to yourself if you watch the Chiefs and the Ravens and think, oh, we're beating those guys. I've never in thought for the past two years we're ever going to beat those guys. I think uh, you – I think, you know, I, if you want – I feel like everybody wants a Saints fan to say something sad. I feel like I have less confidence that they'll win a playoff game now than I probably did two weeks ago. But I still pretty much feel the exact same way I did. They lose that Eagles game. They lose that game every year. They're, they lose the game to a team they shouldn't, you know, they shouldn't lose to. I was pretty excited
4: awesome. after, I think, I guess the second Falcons game, Falcons game with Taysom, because he looked pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, all right, damn. Now I'm a, uh, I got pretty excited. I got pretty convinced okay. after that, sec- that second Falcons game that I was like, oh, well, he's actually very accurate now. So top he's just going to be great.
0: I hated him during that second Falcons game because he almost cost us. And you can't lose to Atlanta like that. You just can't blow a game to Atlanta, and he almost did it. I was uh, I was pretty much done with him. But he does throw it a little better than you think he will. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's funny to see him back, like, on special teams last week. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, dude was starting quarterback, like, two weeks ago.
0: (laughs) You like to think, I mean, sadly, and actually, I don't, you guys might know this, I don't know if Jameis actually has COVID or was just in contact with somebody and on the list, but you imagine that if Jameis is healthy, you can actually see Taysom do a little bit more uh, in the offense in the next coming weeks, which would actually be kind of interesting to me.
2: Oh, but. the two of those guys in the backfield together would be so interesting. It, it's basically like forty-eight hours. It, it just two <laughs> two wild guys just coming together to fuck some shit up,
3: making their way the only way they know how.
1: All right, let's get into what we hated this week. Um, every week we find something to hate. It's easy with this sport in this league. Uh, you know, it's kind of the mission statement of the show is we can't help ourselves. Uh, the shit sucks, but we're fans for life. Danny, what'd you hate about watching football this week?
2: I gotta tell you, this is the hardest week I've had to come up with something. I mean, it's not as though shit didn't happen, but, you know, I, I like to think more big picture and there's really not much going on. We got a season, it's everything's happening. It's, I mean, the Chiefs won a tough, hard-fought victory against a great team, I think, in their house. And then I got to watch the Steelers torch their entire season against ryan finley so we basically clinched the one seed um there are some tiebreaker scenarios where we could lose it but they involve things like the jets winning and green bay losing so that's probably not going to happen but the point is i really had to scrounge for something and so what i hated this week is the quality of xbox game controllers (laughs) Mm. maybe some people are Xbox people I know there's a lot of Playstation folks out there but I play a lot of Madden as we know and I like to employ the hit stick very liberally I like to really get in there I want to make the computer feel it and apparently the rubber on this joystick is so weak so last night I eroded it to the point where the, the rubber part over the joystick just came off so that's gone now. I had to peel it off and now I have to jam my thumb onto bare plastic, which is very painful. It's causing a thumb bruise, and buying a new one is 60 bucks, which is how they get you, so I'm not going to do that. So that is my What I Hated this week, is Bill Gates not getting his people in a room together and figuring out how us hitstick users can be accommodated thumbstick-wise.
3: It's like when... Uh... It's when somebody uses their, like, uh, vibrator too much. <laughs> and now the vibrator's just crooked. You gotta tape your thumbs, dog. But I do agree the Xbox controller is ass. Uh, it's got a battery pack on the back. What the fuck is this? What am I playing? An N64? This is stupid.
2: I've always, in my, in my history of buying consoles, I've always bought the wrong one. The one where everyone else <laughs> was going the other way. And, you know, I've owned a Sega Saturn
3: uh <laughs> okay
2: so i mean i know i know the pain of of i've never played a playstation i've never had one in the house
3: bro. why are you like secretly like anti-japanese bro is that what's going on well that can't be true if you got a sega
2: it can't be true because it's not a secret
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh jamel what'd you hate about watching football this week So much, aside from just the existence of camera phones, I hated the Ohio State University. This football factory that we have to deal with for the rest of our lives because of what? Because of fucking some coach in the 70s was good? Now, for the rest of our lives, we have to listen to some asshole who went to this school or played at this school. Urban Meyer, you can kiss my ass while I'm here. Uh, we never should have drafted Dwayne Haskins, and we picked him because he went to Ohio State, which is a perfect football team. He was the quarterback on a perfect football team, and he had perfect wide receivers and perfect running backs, and he threw for 5,000 yards, and now we're looking crazy. We're a, we're a bad football team, and now he doesn't know how to throw the ball to anybody? This is dumb. Ohio State has never had a good quarterback for real. That's not how football factories work. If you're looking for a quarterback, you cannot go to a football factory. Tom Brady doesn't count. Michigan didn't even let that fool touch the field. (laughs) You have to go somewhere stupid. You got to go to Utah State. You know what I'm saying? You can't go to a a real factory for this. (laughs) Furthermore, the fact that they made the college football playoff off six wins is criminal. You guys made the playoff because y'all beat Northwestern. There's schools who actually played 10 games this year. This year is already the worst year of all time. Give somebody else a fucking chance. <laughs> what, are the, what do the boosters really gain from this? You niggas haven't had sex in 20 years. Why does it matter to you? I, I, I
0: got nothing. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I'm
1: with shit. you too. I'm glad. Uh, you know, I never touched the stuff concerning college football. Not. Re- I have already. I'm too far invested in. in
3: Look, man, NFL you're a, you're. Don't lie. You're a Pac-12 guy. You love <laughs> You love it, and I love it too. Because at least the Pac-12 has the decency to know they're not playing real football. They're playing cartoon football. They're not going to act like there's some prestigious shit. You guys play football on surfboards. This shit is not important.
0: I will say I think Justin Fields might be good, though. I will just, I will just throw that out there. I think hey, he look, he did
3: look, he looked pretty good. I'm not even, I I don't want to curse that man. I just know <laughs> that the entire country said it was dumb to pick Daniel Jones because he went to Duke. And hey, guess what? Daniel Jones is undefeated against us.
2: <laughs> Would you take Daniel Jones right now, given your quarterback yes. situation? No Haskins, no Smith. You're starting Taylor Heineke. Would you take Daniel Jones? 100%.
3: Daniel Jones does suck, technically, but he's got better pocket presence. He actually knows when to run and can run. Dwayne Haskins runs like he's got a poopy diaper on. (laughs) Uh, Zach, you were kind
1: of alluding to it before. might have something to do with uh, crowds or... Or well, stadiums filled with people. What would you hate about football this week?
0: I have a few. I'll get through that one quickly. I have a deeper one that I want to spend a little more time with. But I, I, I do hate not having crowds in football games. That's obviously awful. I think – I get why. I don't think they should have crowds. But, you know, I would be nice uh, if they did. But it's more – what I want, and we don't have to spend too much time on this. But it's just when you have a friend, I feel like you can tell a lot about a person by how they act when their sports team is really good. I feel like how someone carries himself, it's like how a rich man would act. Okay. So how someone (laughs) handles how good their sports team is, I think is interesting. And I used to live in LA with Danny and I would watch Chiefs games with Danny when they had Alex Smith and he was pretty mild mannered, Danny. It's interesting. He didn't really talk a lot of shit about his Chiefs when they had Alex Smith and they were losing, uh, blowing 20 point leads in the playoffs and (laughs) losing the Marcus Mariota. But then suddenly something changed. (laughs) <laughs> and I didn't realize, is there a big Chief Saints rivalry that I was unaware of? Is there a deep hatred between the Chiefs and the Saints? Because the stuff coming out of my friend Danny's mouth all week, and I won't read the text. Some of them you know, might get the show canceled. But some of the things that Danny was wow. saying, I just can't uh, comprehend. And I just you realize that Danny's the kind of guy that if he ever became a millionaire, he would buy his friend's meals and pay for it so they had to thank him. For paying for the meal, that's what I hated about what I just wanted to just have a nice game watching my Saints play a great team,
1: you know. Yeah, that. thanks, thanks, thanks for saying what needed to be said. You know, we come on this show and sometimes we don't have guests, and Danny is just on running amok, unchallenged, and we needed somebody to come up here and remind him. We'll if be- do
2: if yeah, I may pretty- offer a rebuttal after Neil, of course, let Neil jump in and then.
4: No, I was just going to say, I was, you know, going to agree with Zach again, and say, uh, I, I know this is maybe the opposite of what we, this topic, it's the uh, things you didn't like about football, but it's it's also a relief, um, it reminds me that now that the Chiefs have won, I can go back to rooting for things to make Danny unhappy as opposed to happy, which is a much more natural feeling in our friendship.
2: Well, comedy's going terribly, so you've always got that, uh, <laughs> but but. If I may, the you know, and and this is by the way for me and and followers of the show, just so you know, this is a meeting of of the two leagues. Stan once talked about how uh, what he hated one week was the other league. When people are always talking about their other fantasy league, these are two leagues meeting. Both of the both of my situations. So this is you know old football friends. You guys represent basically my my core of football buddies. <laughs> The Chiefs and the Saints are not rivals, but we don't play each other more than once every four years. So I got four years worth. The last time we played each other, it was Alex Smith. And now we have a superhero. Care,
0: why do you care that my team loses? That's because what I what we're, what we're mixing it up. We're having what fun. We got some shit stored up. You have to let out.
4: I, I do, think, I do think that maybe in like 2008 there was probably a game where the Saints played the Chiefs against like Damon Heard and Breeze threw five, six touchdowns, and we probably were screaming in your face and bar none. So maybe, I, this-
2: I've watched you guys uh, shed tears of joy over your team, and I would you yeah, know, and I was you? there with you, holding your hands and now all I ask is that you let me shit on you with abandon and, and say things that are borderline Hitler-esque.
0: Borderline right. Hitler is not a term. Well, I, well, I
2: said so,
0: <laughs> my, my favorite, I know we have to move on, but my favorite part was that Danny clearly needed the Chiefs to win by about 40, because anytime time <laughs> we would get to within single digits, the vitriol that would come out of this motherfucker's mouth. Was just I just couldn't I just couldn't even comprehend. You just couldn't handle it.
2: I'm tired of all of the game.
0: the narrative
2: of us not winning games by a lot. Yes, it was a three point game. No, it wasn't a close game. We were up by ten in the fourth quarter. We let you guys come back and have a little fun. You know, <laughs> but really, let's all we all all who saw the broadcast know what happened. We
4: were the under. Sh- Chiefs
1: do feel like, like I was going to say the Chiefs do feel like they're holding back every week. It feels like they're just not playing or calling their best plays. They're they're doing this weird dance, and they're getting away with it because they keep winning. But you're playing with fire, Dan. It was a
3: little
4: too close last week, Danny.
2: (laughs) You guys are a great team, great team. And you were shortchanging yourselves, I feel like, in the intro. I I felt like it was a tough one.
0: I'm just going to remember this one, Dan, and I will be relentless. That's all. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, because that Titans game is
3: coming down the pipe danny oh right no, we forgot you're a we'll titans see. fan also yeah we'll yeah we'll see we we
1: gonna see uh neil what'd you hate about watching football this week
4: um yeah aside from danny's joy uh i it's it's i mean it, just michael thomas being out it was um it just sucks it's gonna suck i don't know what they do without him if freezes hurt um it's gonna be bad going forward uh But yeah, thanks for, I did trade for him in Danny's league and it's not working out going forward, but it definitely worked out in my game against him last week.
2: You beat me (laughs) by, I think, four or five points. I should have started Dustin Hopkins instead of Tyler Bass. That's the, you always zero in on one thing you did wrong when you've lost, because it can't just be the the compendium of all the things you did. It's just one fuck up that I made. I could have won it all and I would have won this week, but now Neil is in the final, so you know, I hope you win. I hope you beat the two years in a row. Yeah, that's right. You're back, so you're uh, you're a real powerhouse now. It Sucks. <laughs> First time
1: compendium's been dropped on the show, so salute to you on that, Danny. Um, I got a quick one. Uh, Akib Talib, the announcement. I'm kidding. Akib Talib was awesome. <laughs> I was all about it, and I think we need more kind of shit that doesn't sound the exact same. I know I was complaining about this last week, but I like when the announcers are coming from a different place. It's not just the same fucking cadence and, uh, you know, outlook as they're all like mirrors of each other. Anyhow, what I actually hated was that my wife does not understand the, the quarterback controversy that's brewing in Philadelphia right now. And what I mean by this is we've reached this part of the season where she's completely checked out. And Danny, I wonder where Natalie's at. Um, I know you guys are good, so not allowed to check out.
3: Not not allowed to check out until deep into July. (laughs) Well, I'm just (laughs) saying,
1: early season. You know, they're asking how the team's doing. They might even watch some of the game. The jerseys are being worn. They're learning about the new players. There's a lot of humoring happening in the house. Now it's just me alone in a room watching the Eagles by myself. There's no even what's the score. There's no fiending of any sort of interest. She's out and she's not hiding it. She has a better shit to do with her three hours. And I don't blame her. And, you know, football is about hating yourself in some way when you spend so much time on it. But, Danny, I wanted to see with you where Natalie's at with this whole thing. How is she enjoying you walking around like a fucking millionaire?
2: Well, I think Natalie would have sided with Zach and Neil on their what I hated this week I think actually Natalie over the over the weeks of watching the Chiefs play of being forced to kind of sit and watch over actually over the last two years has come to love the Chiefs because they're such a great team they're fun to watch they make football exciting and interesting and uh, I think she would love it even more if she didn't have to watch it with me I think I'm the worst part of the Chiefs for her She doesn't want to have to take the roller coaster with me all the time. She doesn't want to have to have the severe emotions that I've grown accustomed to over my 30 years of watching a football team play. And uh, she's just now getting into it. And she's like, oh, this team is awesome. I wish that my husband wouldn't turn into a depressive wreck every time we give up a touchdown.
1: Sure. Yeah, that's what I hated. Just she's not even going through the motions anymore. It's just shut down. Yeah,
3: your real problem is that the Eagles suck dick.
1: (laughs) Hey, there's an exciting player on the Eagles, which actually gets us to uh, our next segment. Uh, So, Danny, you know, Danny, we're talking, uh, we're talking the holidays, and what does that mean for Jewish people? Atonement. That's what it means. You feel guilty all year, and now we get to ask for forgiveness. I don't know if that's how you guys do it when Christmas comes, but that's what we do: is we ask for forgiveness because. All year long, we've gotten shit wrong. We broadcast our thoughts about football. We're wrong a lot of the time. What were you the most wrong on? What do you regret saying? Uh, And the reason I wanted to, that was a good transition, is because I shit on the Jalen Hurts pick when we made it. Second round, didn't understand it. I was on the Wentz wagon. Uh, I was wrong. They obviously (laughs) saw that there was something, you know, we've talked about, our theories on what's wrong with Carson Wentz. Is it a pill problem? Is it he had sex for the first time and that's too good. And now he doesn't care about football. We don't know, but we, what we do know is Jalen hurts was worth the second round pick. I was way off. I'm ordering a Hertz Jersey as we speak. Goddamn. The guy's fun.
2: Are you sure? Are you completely sure that this is the right decision? Because to me, it feels like there is the option the or the opportunity of the Eagles once again pulling an Andy Reid with Carson Wentz, where you don't know what you have until it's gone, and then when it goes somewhere else, it's great again.
1: I know what we have. He's I think he has all the attributes you'd want in a player. He's size, it's it's a brain problem. I don't understand what the fuck is go- like happened to him. It's he's damaged. He forgot his how to use his powers, um, and I think the this. The city, there's always like that narrative in Philadelphia. It's like it's just such a hard place to be quarterback, and the fans are so tough. I really think he's like kind of butthurt about this whole thing and like not in a professional way. I think he's kind of uh, an intellectual lightweight. I, uh, I don't think I he mean, understands how to handle any adversity.
3: And have we've seen, seen it play out. Have you seen Sorry. how he dresses in post games? Of, of course, he's taking this shit personally. <laughs> He's
1: praying every night and he doesn't understand why God's punishing him. And it's tough, man. So yeah, I think Jalen hurts. I, I don't think how, I'm not sure Carson Wentz takes another snap as the Eagles quarterback unless hurts gets injured this season. Um, anyway, Danny, what did you get wrong?
2: Uh, You know, I, I think I'll just keep it brief. I've talked a lot, every, a lot of focus on me and my Bullshit. Everybody knows I'm a pessimistic guy. It's pretty hard to convince me that something good is going to happen. So I made a lot of predictions based on that. And I guess the one that I got the most wrong was that we ended up not having a civil war. Because, you know, followers of the show know I have been predicting a hot war on the streets of America since before the pandemic. I definitely said we wouldn't have a season. And if we did, it would be years after the election and it would be played for, you know, rights to like resources like water and heating oil. So looking back, I can say that was wrong. Uh, We're going to have a full, pretty successful NFL season. We're going to the Super Bowl with a new vaccine and no more Trump. We may have gotten out of this thing totally unscathed. I mean, you know, besides the whatever, 250,000 people who died and also George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and a bunch of other innocent human beings who died and water is also now a tradable commodity on the stock exchange so that's not a great sign but still i was wrong about the direness of our country's situation i think that we we've actually pulled ourselves up to a decent position where we can go to vegas 2022 yes
4: <laughs> very excited for vegas 2022
2: that's all i think about <laughs>
1: Well, it's nice to hear you admit you were wrong about something, Danny. Uh, I guess we'll just wait till next year for you to, to do it again. Jamel, tell us what you're wrong about.
3: Um, I didn't know Atonement was a part of the holidays, and we just start there. I just thought you'd just scream until you fall asleep uh, and then, like, not address why you were mad. Uh, what I was wrong about, above all else, was the Panthers. I was super high on the Panthers couple uh saints guys in the rooms. I thought Theodore Bridgewater played well for you guys last year and okay. I thought I was going to see I thought I was going to see some of the same. And at moments he did, but they were ultimately a trash bag of a team. Hmm. And uh that's on me. It's my fault. I, you know, just a lesson that uh white guys belong in football that I'm reminded <laughs> of yet again. You know, but only sometimes. I E Christian McCaffrey and I'll, I'll toss the Rams in there, too. I don't know what the fuck they're doing over there, but I thought I had the Rams in the NFC Championship game. They should be playing fucking JV ball somewhere.
0: What's going on? Yeah. Nothing yeah, better dog. than the Rams getting embarrassed, I say. Bad, I, mean, I,
3: I agree. It is fun to watch Sean McVay just, like, try to explain mm-hmm.
0: anything. It's like, dog. That fucking house he has? Come on. Uh I think, I th- actually think there's a world where like three years from now the Panthers are like running the NFC South, but probably not with Teddy. But, but we'll see. But we love Teddy. There's a part of me that wishes Drew retired last year and we have Teddy right now. But yeah, uh, it,
4: was, uh, it was so fun to root for Teddy. I was, I was at the game where he threw like five touchdowns against Tampa. It was
3: so fun. See, it was fun. I don't know what happened this year. I mean, I guess it was just crazy injuries. And I'm sure the coach, that team feels like they're still. Yeah. building do they still uh, have that old white owner dude that cried that
0: one time no he's gone he's gone Damn.
2: and he left <laughs> in the midst of a racist scandal right wasn't there a bunch yeah, of yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah. yeah he pay. liked it when people sat on his lap and called him daddy i believe <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 well still, how many of the 32
2: even? nfl owners do that
0: sure yeah, at least she had so not, not gail benson i'll tell you that much
1: <laughs> <laughs> zach what did you get wrong this season
0: um, I'll, I'll go, uh, quickly. Uh, but honestly, I, and we'll see how the world ends for me, but I was so resentful of Tom Brady coming to Tampa Bay. Cause I just enjoyed not having to give a shit about this guy for the last 20 years. It just didn't affect my life. And then I was like, oh, now I get to see, cause we always lose one to Tampa Bay. I get to see the him beat Drew and everybody go, oh, look, Tom Brady beat Drew Brees. And just. Oh, my Lord, how great has it been just watching him just beat the absolute fuck out of uh, Tom Brady and just watching his face on the sideline on a 38-3 to because we know how to finish a game against a really good team. Uh, but uh, it was, uh, yeah, just great. So, yeah, I just I, so far, I mean, it could still all go terribly wrong, but I, I was wrong and happy to be wrong about that.
1: Yeah, Tom Brady uh, has been discussed widely on this show, and uh, Lucifer, I think you called him earlier, yeah that's not a harsh enough uh, <laughs> accusation at him neil
4: um, i yeah, quickly i was i was way off i really didn't think the n f l was gonna finish this season without canceling several games by now so uh good job by them for making up protocols that don't really make sense um and uh forcing some very stupid decisions. Um, and, uh, I, I guess, I guess I was wrong about Emmanuel. I really thought Emmanuel Sanders was going to have like a monster year. Um, and I guess understandably why he hasn't, but, uh, and he was, he's been good. I mean, I, I haven't like disliked him,
0: but. Let's just give just two seconds of love for the, when Drew Brees in defiance of God himself threw that 48 yard bomb straight in the air to Emmanuel Sanders. Nobody else was catching that ball on that Saints team.
4: Yeah. No, it's, it's a, I'm, I'm very happy that he's here now. Um. Uh, mm-hmm. Hopefully he's going to be great down the stretch or whatever. It, yeah, I was, uh, I cannot believe that the Saints went into the Chiefs game being like, Drew's only going to throw deep for the first few drives. Yeah. Uh, I don't bad. know why that was the game plan. Mm-hmm.
2: I was throw. just surprised well, Kamara didn't run all over us. I, I think we actually played decently uh, on run defense, which everybody gives a shit for. But we were stopping that guy before getting the five-yard game. I think and- he
0: averaged five a carry, but it was 14 nothing so fast. I think, yeah. but but I hear what you're saying. But yeah, no, I understand you're, you're what you're saying. He didn't. I mean, through.
2: he can pop, you know he can pop thirty yards uh, in a in an instant in most of these games. I, I mean, except when I need him for fantasy purposes. and he, he had a twenty scared.
0: yard screen touchdown, but not. 30. He did.
2: That was later on. That was deeper in the game. Things were less uh, up in the air at that point.
0: It brought it to three points anyway. You guys remember that game?
3: You remember that little kid game we used to play? Five hundred. It'd be one of dude. Watching Drew Brees throw deep is like watching a game of 500. Sure. <laughs> Anything could
1: happen. It's great. Uh, and also uh, jumping on Neil, what Neil got wrong about the finishing the season. I think we all probably felt that way at some point, but watching them navigate it has been crazy. The, the th- I don't even think we talked about the thing with Des Bryant finds out on the field that he's positive, but he's already been warming up and like hugging all the players. Like it didn't, The fact that they played that game, it just shows that like, I mean, we know they don't care about player safety, but they really, I don't know what the protocols are.
3: Football by any means necessary. They were never, there was never in doubt. Once they were like, we're starting the season on time. I was like, oh yeah, somebody could die on the field. They might finish that game. Sure. They got the card already. Yeah. Card his ass off. Mm -hmm. Make everybody wrap themselves in Saran wrap. Let's finish this shit.
2: But also, even our own government doesn't really have like solid ideas about what to do. Every state is different. Every person I talk to has a bunch of different rules for themselves, and uh, it just seems like there's there's no cohesion to any of this planning and stuff. Uh, you know, the NFL can't be any different. I just wonder, has Goodell done enough to not get booed at next year's draft? No, no. All right, just making sure. <laughs>
3: Yeah. No. <laughs> That's uh, what you want i just yeah. want to i'm
2: just me? taking the temp you know i'm interested he put the, Maybe whole, we love he put
3: now. the whole country at risk he put the whole <laughs> continental united states at risk i'm booing his ass right now but well, we got That's a season I mean.
1: uh neil zach thank you guys for jumping on i don't know if you want have any uh, parting words f- for the listeners or anything you want to plug but uh now's the time
3: just uh,
4: uh, just excited for Danny to um experience pain um oh. and, uh now that the the chiefs have won he's got his victory I hope it's nothing but the losses from here on out
2: well, I did lose the the rubber on my thumbstick, so i I'm getting pain every night
0: there he is i uh, <laughs> I just love rubber on my thumbstick i uh Run a, I do a monthly uh, Zoom game show with Dan Wilbers, another funny comedian. Uh, the next one's in January. I'll plug it on my Instagram. Also, Zach Sims. Okay. Zach also with a a being
2: part of the handle. Yes, yes.
0: yes, with a C-H, yeah. No one's going to look at it. You know. <laughs> hey, <laughs> somebody might. You, know,
1: you never know. Uh, go check that out, guys. Uh, thanks again for doing the show. The wait is finally over. Football is in full effect with many teams strutting their stuff. You might not be able to go to a game this year, but you can still be in on all the action at BetOnline. BetOnline's going the extra mile to make sure you can get it on this season in every imaginable way. From game spreads and totals to team and player and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to BetOnline today. Use the promo code armchair to take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses bet online your online sportsbook experts i can't talk what do you want in your stocking this year jamel uh
3: you know what i want i want a a solution to deal with my pubes well support for this
1: show sorry we love football comes from manscaped and i think that they can help you out because they're the best in men's below the belt grooming Mm. Holidays are here, and we all know what's on your wish list. Our sponsor today has the number one wished for gift of the year, Manscaped, is here to ensure that you're taking care of your manhood and your nose hairs and everything else with their new performance package. Ho, 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 Tell fellas. It's naughty or nice, tis the season to perform, you're in luck because Manscaped Performance Package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle, makes for the perfect gift. Imagine opening an attractive box that says, your balls will thank you. That's what it says on the box. We've talked about it. It really says it. It's gonna make you laugh. It's just hilarious for everybody. Included in the new package is the weed whacker and nose hair trimmer, which is waterproof and uses a 9,000 RPM motor powered, 360 degree rotary dual blade system. That's just a lot of cool words after the product. It must do some good shit. Had me at dual
3: blades. Dual
1: blades. Look at 79% of partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff. So why not use the best tools for the job here? Where are these polls taking place? Who are they asking? Are these college kids? Who the fuck is, this is crazy. The bundle includes the Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, which is the best trimmer on the market for your balls, butt, beard, and body and dads can't stop talking about it. The teens secretly buy it, and the women in your life are gonna love it. Tis the season to get Manscaped for your dad, for your brother, for your boyfriend, doesn't matter, your husband. Get them the Manscaped performance package, and let's not forget about their famous liquid formulations, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, and Crop Reviver Ball Toner to maximize your ball hygiene routine. Oh, my God, this is great. The performance package is the best value that Manscaped has to offer, and it's hot off the shelves. Get 20% free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Thank you, Manscaped, for making our holes look sexy. Get 20% and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code armchair. What are you waiting for? Go whack your weeds and make your
2: Santa proud. Oh, uh, doing the whole fast talk MSRP yeah. not included mm. thing.
1: Yeah, Joe Azuzu over here. Exactly. <laughs> 16 easy payments of 29 95 Let's move on. It's week 16. Danny is uh, is really pulling out ahead. I think we're doing the playoffs here too, right? This is through playoffs. It's not just regular season. Wind that totals. would be
2: incredibly generous of me to allow it. But you know what? It's Christmas.
1: <laughs> Danny, I can't believe how optimistic this guy is all season. It's it, it's so funny. It's just like the world is crumbling around us, and Danny's happiest shit. Uh, it, but like you said, it's not maybe really crumbling. Okay, Danny has 150 wins. I got 145 and five behind. Jamel pulling up the rear at 132. Uh, unfortunately, you didn't win the Monday night uh, Steelers Bengals game, so that would have got netted you. I think five points damn it's tough uh but let's just get into this uh week 16 schedule we got a friday christmas day vikings at saints game what are they doing competing with the nba on a friday no thursday game do you like this scheduling or is it gonna ruin your christmas
2: I love it. I mean, for those of us who don't actually celebrate Christmas or didn't until we spoused up, it is very interesting the way it works where Christmas Eve is a bigger day, really, than Christmas Day. All the shit that happens on Christmas Day happens in the first hour of being awake, right? Or supposedly for most families. So then the rest of the day is just like a whole bunch of nothing. Throw up a fucking football game. Give us something to be entertained by. We're not kids. We're not playing with our toys. We need to watch something.
3: Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. this this day is usually dedicated to like nine basketball games. But I don't mind. Bring me some foosball. I love to watch the Vikings lose Kirk Cousins know. on Christmas Day. Mm. His you know, dad must be. That. Yeah, his dad must be so proud. <laughs>
2: Who do you think uh, is a is a more racist dad, Kirk Cousins' dad or Mel Gibson's?
1: That's mm. so hard. Mel Gibson's Ooh. dad is Australian, so he's like a totally different kind of racist.
3: Yeah.
2: But he was like a white supremacist uh, down there. He was like a big time mm. flag-carrying Yeah, flag-carrying motherfucker.
3: Damn, that's it's so that's close. That's really, cause hard, like, yeah. Yeah, damn cuz cuz like Mel only hates Jewish people, but Kirk Cousins' dad probably hates hey. everybody. Mel hates women too. Don't you don't you forget? Oh, yeah, that's right. And but and then Kirk's dad doesn't hate women, but you know, he thinks they should like only wear one kind of dress. You well, know
1: what I'm saying? Different. Like he's got like certain <laughs> rules.
3: That's different between these dads,
1: is like Mel Gibson's dad is openly just a blatant asshole racist. And then you have Kirk Cousins who's mask Kirk Cousins' dad who's masquerading as a holy man. But it's just as hateful, but he just dresses nice and reads the Bible all the time.
2: I mean, we can talk about Vikings and saints. The saints are going to win. But I, am, I do find it weird that there are all these kind of zealot type people who believe like, oh, we should get rid of all porn or something like that. If they were ever successful of getting rid of like porn and dancing and all the forms of sexuality that they're supposedly against, I think their lives would
3: immediately become worse. I think they would hate the world that they've created. Oh yeah, for sure. Cause they all also watch all that shit and then like mm. cry after you feel me. That's so, right. Like they don't really want it gone. They just have to say it really loud. So like, you know, somebody doesn't look at their browser history.
2: Yeah. Ted Cruz.
1: Uh, I'm picking the Vikings in this game. Cause I need to, cause the saints are reeling. They've lost two straight. I think they just kind of got the, I know like Danny said, that game wasn't that close. It really wasn't. They had a botched few, like fucking punt muff at the end of the half. They, they really shouldn't have been that close, and they were leading by double digits most of the game. I think the Saints are in trouble. and I don't think Drew Brees is fully healed, and I'm not sure that the offense is really working right now. So the Vikings are desperate, and it's going to be a Christmas Day miracle for Kirk Cousins and Co. Give me the Vikings.
3: Yeah, uh, Brett Favre's back revenge game. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah the Cl- the NFC championship game one of the be- one of the, the most fun games
3: ever bro i can't i'm never picking the vikings to win anything ever again We got and- the saints okay and then we got
1: three saturday games it's just a weekend full of the NFL we got a 1:30 or excuse me ten a.m. saturday bucks at lions we got tom brady's nice ass hair sunday morning just in time for when you get home from church you turn the tv on there's Tom Brady.
3: Yeah. That <laughs> <Matt laughs> Patricia couldn't, revenge game? Couldn't be more underwhelmed by anything you just said. Uh, gotta pick the Bucks. I mean, Tom, when's the last time Tom beat the Lions? Thanksgiving, a couple years ago?
1: Yeah, oh, you think Tom, like, has, like, his little uh, moon board or his little vision board, and he's just like, I haven't beat the Lions in a few years. I'm going to take yeah. it out on
3: him. Yeah, anytime I think about Tom Brady versus the Lions, I'm always reminded of my one shot at winning a legit fantasy title. I had Wes Welker. It was between T.O. Bengals T.O. versus the Steelers or Wes Welker playing the goddamn Lions. Who did I put in? T.O. Because I'm racist. Yeah. Lost everything.
2: Yeah, being racist really, at least against white receivers, really – could have cost somebody this year. I mean, Cole Beasley, a star, you got brand, you got uh, Cooper cup making points. There's white dudes out there doing things. Uh, but the problem is that the bucks receivers aren't doing the things that they're supposed to be doing. They, they should be better given how good they all are. I mean, Mike Evans is great. Deep ball guy, huge uh, Godwin great in the slot. Antonio Brown, I guess, is now the slot guy. And so Godwin's on the outs. I don't know how it works. But those three guys were supposed to terrify everybody. So it's got to be on Tom Brady. Like if they're all three of them couldn't have fallen off. Um, That's all to say that the Bucks are going to win. But it's under protest for me because Tom is not playing that well. He should have beaten the Vikings by more. He should have beaten the Falcons by more. It was just, uh, you know, underachieving. By Tom Brady,
1: it's a Tom Brady revenge game, because when the Eagles played the Pats in the Super Bowl, Tom Brady had like broke every passing record for a Super Bowl game. That game, he was amazing, but Matt Patricia's defense was fucking atrocious against Nick Foles. So you know Tom Brady hates this man. Patricia's Darryl... gone. He's good. You got Bevel, Daryl Bevel. Damn it, I forgot oh. that fucking Bevel. Come I on, love Daryl
3: Bevel. Is he related uh, to Junior Bevel from Cool Runnings?
1: So I guess Tom Brady has no reason to win this game. Uh, Lions big. Okay. I'm, wow,
2: really? No, no, I'm
1: picking the Bucks. Uh, picking the Bucks. Bucks 49ers amazing. at Cardinals. Another Saturday, 1.30 p.m. game. Uh, <sighs> Kyler was great against the Eagles. It's a frustrating game all around. Um, Hopkins reminded everybody he's one of the best receivers in the league. And the Niners... What they do? They couldn't figure it out in Dallas. We had we had a super fan, Andrew Congle, was at the game, going crazy, giving us what? live reports. Definitely uh, crazy. Is he okay?
2: I have no we're Tested, man. We need you. We need your viewer. Your listenership.
1: It's true. We do. Uh, I'm going Cardinals in this game. I want to pick the Niners every week because of their kind of Super Bowl DNA from last year, but. They're a fucking mess. Nick Mullins sucks. Cardinals are trying to make this playoff push. Give me the cards.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think the Niners have just given up completely. They don't know. They're they're continuing to start Nick Mullins, which is a form of giving up. And they just put Raheem Mostert on IR. Don't start any of your defensive players. You need them for next season when you might actually be good again with a new quarterback. And uh, I just think, you know, that whole, like I said last week, the whole Arizona move. Just kind of got to them. It's got to be annoying not playing in your house, playing in somebody else's house. And then going and playing what is technically, I guess, a, an away game, but it's where you're supposed to be anyway. Right. And just knowing that that other team is really the team that should be there and you guys are the interlopers, I think they're just going to own you.
1: Jamal, you got the Cardinals as well? Cardinal officials, yes. And then the night game are giving us Dolphins Raiders Saturday night. This should be fun. Uh, I think the Raiders got eliminated, but it might be a Mariota versus Tua game, which is kind of interesting.
2: Is that Hawaii yeah. Bowl? Is there a yeah. The yeah, first the, ever uh,
3: Hawaii Bowl? Polynesian sauce revenge game. <laughs> uh, Dolphins have won
1: like eight of nine games. They're really rolling right now. Um Chiefs are the only team that knocked him off. So I'm going Dolphins in this game.
3: Weren't you wrong about the Dolphins this year, Dan? Didn't you say the Dolphins was gonna be in the basement? No, I said they're gonna be good because I love their coach. You said you love their coach. Anyway, look, I don't even want to run the tape. You were saying I'm saying Dolphins. Uh I'm gonna go with the Raiders because nothing matters. Yep. A
2: black hole in Jamel's heart. Woo-hoo! But. I don't think Mariota is the guy to do it. And what's really the problem is that the Raiders have no defense. Their defense just really, yeah. really sucks. Just all world awful. And Tua plays well against people who don't intercept him. And he so he looks like a good quarterback. I still can't gauge this guy. I don't know what he has. But I don't think we're going to find out against the Raiders because he's probably going to stomp all over them and they won't be able to keep up.
3: Hurts or hurts or Tua? Who who's it gonna be? I know Dan says Hurts. Who do you say, Danny? Who's who ends up better in five years? I just don't
2: know about Tua. I don't want to give it up to Hurts either, but I just really don't get anything off of Tua that I like. And at least Hurts, you know, he he threw a pretty good uh, hail mary at the end of that game. I thought it could have actually been caught if Dallas Goddard had had been awake, dude.
1: He had two good balls to got her, and then we had another drive even after that, which was seemingly the end of the game. And then he had two more Harold Mary attempts, which got her the last, the very last one. Like you're saying, just kind of unaware that it's possible for the ball to be tipped back. She it's like the only like thing it. that
2: ever happens in a yeah, Harold Mary. What the
1: play. fuck was he doing? Anyhow, we've spent too much time. Let's go to the Sunday games. Giants at Ravens. Uh, come on, Lamar. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah. One Go Crazins. Let's uh, get the Giants out of this playoff contention. I only want it to be the team or the Eagles. That should be the Week 17 playoff. You win and you're in. I don't want the Cowboys or the Giants involved in any fucking way. So Ravens, end their season, please. Thank you.
2: That should be no problem. I, I mean, yeah. they're starting Colt hey, McCoy. Hey. They probably will again. I just uh, I think the Ravens are finally rolling. I think they had a weird early part of the season, and now they're the best team in the East, or in the uh, North.
3: Yeah, uh, the North. Almost as if the Ravens were carrying something inside of them that needed to be excised, released. Sort of like how human waste leaves the body. Mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm.
3: Talking about doo doo Dan. Oh, I don't believe in poop gate. I think
1: Lamar didn't poop, and he hasn't pooped since. Just to, just to spite everybody who wanted him to poop.
2: That is maybe a, a, a decent candidate for the first official Sorry We Love Football t-shirt that we can sell. Lamar yeah, that, didn't that.
3: poop. <laughs> that actually, yeah, we're like the only people who are willing to say he didn't poop. And it could be big for us.
2: Uh, the problem is I believe he did poop but I don't think that was, I think the Ravens were playing well even before then, but it really put Lamar's clean butthole into overdrive and just lit a fire. And uh, now he's, he's just going to wreck whoever he meets in the first round of the playoffs. I don't know who it is. Mathematically, like they're going to be the five seed, something like that. So they're going to have to go up against whoever the winner is of the loseriest division. Uh, I can't even imagine who that is right now. I ha- I I would have to look at the stats. Maybe it's maybe it's maybe it's even the North. Maybe it's it's the other team. Maybe it's the Steelers and their precipitous fall from greatness at 11 and 0. They're probably going to be 11 and 5 and have to play the Ravens and get their ass kicked. Anyway, long story short, Ravens.
1: Ravens? Okay. Falcons at Chiefs. Uh I don't know. Not much to say. Falcons suck. They're disappointing every year they're in every game and they lose. They'll probably be in this game and the chiefs will just decide they want to score 14 points whenever the fuck they feel like it.
3: Yeah. I mean, I like Matt Ryan will never know what joy is ever again. And uh, I'm just, I feel sorry for him on that level. Everything else is like, like he could have never played football and had a great like career in real estate. So a lot of it's on him. But it is sad to watch.
2: He he does have a very toothy smile, which would look great on a bus bench.
3: Yeah, the REMAX business card? Hell yeah, boy.
2: (laughs) Matthew Ryan. So, Danny, Uh, you're just
3: dribbling
1: out the clock at this point. Let's just end the regular season. Tell me who I'm playing.
2: At least least week 17 we don't have to play. I guess we technically have to play this for tiebreaker protection. Um, I don't even really want... Our team to be sitting on the bench for two straight weeks and then another week. Yeah, so
1: that's, there's always that kind of issue. I think there's teams can be rusty at it, it,
2: the beginning. But, yeah, yeah it, Well, it's definitely not uh, conducive. I think that I would rather not hurt another helpful player like a Clyde Edwards layer in a game, but you can't really do that in Week 16. I don't think anybody ever has set out the last two weeks of a season. So let's go out there and kick the shit out of the Falcons.
1: Yeah. Chiefs across the board. Panthers at team. Game of the week right now. <laughs> God damn. My McCaffrey is coming back just to beat us. Yep. Christian McCaffrey on track to play. But Alex Smith looking like he might
3: also play. I, you know, like, I wish we didn't need him this week. I was talking to you about this before we started recording, Dan. The football team, the past 20 years, anytime we have had a good team headed to the playoffs, we lose our quarterback heading into the playoffs. We lost, Jason Campbell got hurt like week 15, and we had to play Todd Collins on the road in Seattle. It starts there. RG3 hurts his knee against the Ravens. Then Mike Shanahan decides to kill him against the Seahawks in the playoff game. Alex Smith, two times. We were in the playoffs, leading the division, lost his leg, lost his life. He comes back, does it again with another good team in the works. We, we're cursed. We'll, we'll never have our number one quarterback heading into a playoff game ever again. Uh, that being said, I, I have to pick the team, and we're going to lose. Haskins is going to blow this game. It might be Smith.
2: It should not be Haskins.
3: Does the team,
2: and not the team, like the name of the Washington football team, but the team, the players themselves, the team, do they even want Haskins to start after fucking around at a strip club with no mask on? I mean, do they I gotta feel no. a little flated by this. I mean, I would, I would definitely be. You know, I get pissed off at my neighbors for walking around outside, like trying to, you know, put the trash out. With their (laughs) no-masked asses. I mean, it's just like, it's such a fuck you to the people who are trying really hard to stay, you know, COVID negative this whole season, trying to stay away from their friends and family. Anybody who does that, it's like when you have a, you you make sure that you stay indoors all year and then your family member comes into town and all of a sudden they want to have dinner with you and it's like, you don't care, so fuck you. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're my mom. You can't come in.
3: You wouldn't let your mom in. You would. But the point, is, look, these dudes, I think a lot of dudes on the team are probably doing similar shit. He's just the only person getting filmed by his girlfriend's stupid friends. Well, then they should get
2: mad at him for getting caught.
3: I mean, that's for sure. And no, I don't want him to start. I just don't want Alex Smith to come back too soon and die and die again I this game this game Haskins should be able to win this game but no one believes in him except for him and his braids
2: I love your defense
3: you got Panthers in that game Danny
2: uh you know I gotta do it I I mean if if Haskins starts it's it's a no-brainer that the that the Panthers are going to win. I just saw, I, I watched that game. It was like, I texted you guys that day. It was the only watchable game was that team game. It was the only game in the early slate that was between two competitive playoff potential kind of teams. And he just looked so, so bad. I don't get it. Why, like, why it isn't just obvious that you just start whoever else you've got. Because the defense is so good. It's so fun to watch. They're so fast. They're so strong. They're always where they need to be. They're just stifling everything the other team wants to do. And then the offense just poops it up out there. I, it's just, you're killing yourselves. And with McCaffrey back, I think the, the Panthers got a real shot.
1: All right. Browns at Jets. One sentence game. Uh, the Jets ruined the their lives of their fans who all had already bought Lawrence jerseys, they won for no fucking good reason. I know oh, every you always play to win the game and all that stuff. You got to win. The
3: only person who wanted to win was the guy with the ball in his hands. Sam Darnold wasn't trying to blow this game. Good point. <laughs> Please he was keep fighting. Taylor Lawrence away from me. He was
2: fighting for his own job. He won that game and saved the the ghost of a chance that he had of being the quarterback of the New York Jets. And now what he forces – his general manager to do is to draft for him. Yeah. Because you're, you know, you're not going to get as good of a player at number two or number three, even potentially trade back. I mean, you got to just get a mess of picks and try to build around a guy who can beat the Rams. Huh? He's, he's not garbage.
1: Uh, congrats to Adam Gase. I think we're all Browns there. Browns took care of business against the giants on Sunday night. They're a playoff team. They're they're going to be fun to watch in the playoffs. Um, no Jets love, right? Nobody's picking yeah, the Jets.
3: no. Uh, Shouts out to a friend of the program, Peter Moses, who demanded that we could not speak to him until after the Browns game was over. Mm-hmm. Uh, hope you're happy. You guys were playing the Giants. Calm down. Uh, Bears at Jags. Uh, I don't want to
1: – I guess Trubisky and – Nagy got off the mat. They appeared dead in the water, and now they kind of have an outside chance at the playoffs and keeping their jobs. I'm picking the Bears. Congrats to the Jags for the number one pick.
3: Uh, I'm going to go Jags because they're also idiots.
2: <laughs> that would be great if they really fucked fun. themselves. Um, I mean, it is Gardner Minshew fighting for his backup job, I guess. Um, but it's it's ridiculous that we have to talk now about how Mitchell Trubisky is going to be re-signed at any level I think he should be a backup next season he should be the, he, the next Andy Dalton I think the way just he's like, playing
1: it's kind of like maybe we made the right pick
2: there's just no way just that just the Bears are saying
1: to themselves maybe maybe just, he's better than he's gonna pan out better than Mahomes or uh Watson
2: If there was even an, if that was even a a possibility, then yeah. I mean, the fact that, that he went earlier than those two guys, like if that doesn't, if that doesn't go in history is the worst decision ever, but if, but if, if he somehow makes it worth his while, you know, to, or worth the bears while to keep him around, I just think he's, he's gotta play bad to make the decision easy. Every time he plays well, it's going to make it a little bit harder. And that is just not what Bears fans should want. Yeah, they, they, should they, just... they should
1: have just tanked the, and gotten rid of this motherfucker. It's kind of like the, the Darnold problem. You just kind of, he's just yours. Sorry. But
2: Darnold, Darnold has a bad coach. They have bad players around them. They didn't really build a team because I from top to bottom, offensive... the organization,
1: Gase is an offensive genius.
2: He's been proven to be garbage over the years. I mean, he had one like little run there in Denver, and then every, ever since then, he's just demolished teams. And I don't think that, that Darnold is you know complete ass cheeks. I think that he's got some natural ability that maybe a better coach, maybe even an Eric Bieniemy, could harness.
1: We'll see. We'll see. Bengals at Texans. Uh, congrats to the Bengals. For uh, humiliating the Steelers on Monday Night Football. That was hilarious. And uh, Texans win. Moving on.
2: Yeah, Texans.
1: I'm going bungles. Stop it. Bungalows. Maybe Ryan Finley's
3: good. Who knows? Colted Steelers. Ooh, the Steelers. This game. God. Yeah. I I can't think of a bigger game that I don't want to watch a second of. Yeah, I don't like the Colts
2: and maybe the Colts are when I was trying to struggle to think of which team would would be the fourth seed. I guess it's the Colts at the moment, but I think they're going to win this game. So, yeah, I mean, it could end up being like the Colts are trying to fight their way past the Steelers at this point. So this could be a big game for them. I think the Steelers are going the opposite way. They're going down to 11 and 5. If the Colts can make their way up to 11 and 5, 12 and 4 and have this tiebreaker, they could be playing a lot easier of a wild card game, and and that could maybe even help them win a wild card game, which would be crazy. I I don't like this team, but they win games. I just I don't get it, but I want them to win this one. So let's go, Colts Rivers.
3: Yeah, I, I gotta say, Colts too. I would just be it'd be so sad if the Colts didn't make the playoffs with with eleven wins. Oh, Colts are making it.
1: I can't wait for the Colts' playoff game. I'm a big, big Phillip up. Rivers
3: in the playoffs. got to get this dubbed. If they don't get this dubbed, and they're fucked. Titans.
2: Yeah, because the Titans are there too. Uh, but I think that they the have a tiebreaker. The tiebreaker on the Titans, right? Or something. No, no.
3: I think we. I think the Titans got the tiebreaker on them.
2: Interesting. We. See, i got to do research for these. That's what I'm telling I, you.
3: I just, you know what I'm saying? Jeff Saturday just told me. He just called me and told me that there's a version of things where the Colts got 11 wins and still don't get in.
1: Yeah. But as we'll see, the Titans have a, a really tough game. Uh, we'll get to that Sunday, 1 PM Broncos at chargers. Uh, Just don't say care. chargers. Chargers.
3: Yeah. chargers.
2: yeah.
1: Is there a game with less intrigue on the No, There isn't. Team? Say
3: that. Say the next one. Eagles at Cowboys. There's some intrigue there for me. Yeah, there is actually. Uh, and I think, maybe Andy Dalton looking for his claim of best quarterback in the division. Absolutely not. Jalen Hurts.
1: I don't know he if wants to win though. this game, but Jalen Hurts is better than Andy Dalton. I will
2: say that. If if Jalen Hurts doesn't win this game, he's not better than Andy Dalton. You better call up Carson Wentz and apologize if you lose this game.
3: No, you guys don't understand. This is just what happens when you're on a bad team. And also the Cowboys win if Zeke doesn't suit up. That's my oh, if. I crazy. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, Andy, a couple weeks removed from a, a mild bout with CTE. <laughs> he's he's looking good.
2: They just need to really – they need to just create an expansion team that's just full of the cast-offs who cost way too much money and were terrible decisions by the team that, that picked them up thinking that they were going to change the entire franchise. You got Carson Wentz at quarterback. Zeke running back. He got OBJ.
3: God, some NFC East faves. Are we the only, are we like the guys who overpay? We're the only, it's just four teams who will overpay anyone.
2: You did pay for Albert Hainsworth and then he immediately uh, got like renal failure.
3: Yeah, he ruined our team for like half a decade. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Eagles win this game. This is what we do is we beat the Cowboys in December. It's kind of our thing. So, mm-hmm. sorry, Cowboys. And it's going to be fun because it's a season-ender for them. Whoever loses this, their season's over. And, you know, we'll know the results of the Panthers team game by that point. So, if the team wins, the Eagles and Cowboys are eliminated. So, this game so could what, matter or it couldn't.
2: What could happen then, if I'm if I'm gauging this correctly, is that... You guys beating the Cowboys and the team losing to the Panthers sets up the playoff, game. A, 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 the playoff game that we all want. And the Giants would have to lose, correct? The Giants need to lose at least one of the next two. Yes. I mean, they're way they're they're right on the outside. Yeah, at yeah. So, at raven, so some things would game. need to happen, but it feels more than a 50-50 proposition that, that you guys could end up playing for the, for the ship.
1: Which would be
3: uh, just electrifying. Wouldn't it be, Jamal? Absolutely not. I'm picking the Cowboys. <laughs> and it's because, I, you know, there's been like three games this year where I consider picking the Cowboys. One of them was last week. You know, there's like just a couple of times I've missed the boys, and I'm going to try to catch them right here. Let's hear it for the boys.
2: Uh, give me the Eagles. I just want both your hearts to be in it. We can't do week 17 if somebody's depressed. I mean, right.
3: You guys have been doing that in my face for... <laughs> years now. But now you're Last good.
1: Weekend, Rams at Seahawks. Seahawks for me cuz I don't believe that Jared Goff is good. I never have, but he has weeks where he just looks like he forgets where he's at or how to play football or what football is. And then some weeks he looks really good. I think he sucks. And Seattle's going to take advantage of it. Like you've been saying Danny, Seattle's defense is finding their who they are.
2: Uh, they might be, yeah, but I do think that there's something about McVeigh versus the NFC West. He just seems to kind of have everybody figured out offensively. He seems to know what Jared Goff needs to do against all of these different teams, and Seattle just kind of throws one away every couple of games that they just have no business tanking. It just but is now weird. Seattle can win
1: the division. They were I, and at-
2: Seattle they feel unstoppable. But then someone always stops them. I just, I don't get it. I don't get why they do it. They always feel like they're the best team. And yet they're never the shoe-in automatic, you know, cruise to the championship NFC West winner. And I think the Rams will take one from them.
3: I think they're motivated.
2: Losing to the Jets is a hell of a motivator.
3: Yeah, and and the leader of your team is on the defense, and they're not going to stand for it. Uh, the, the Seahawks' offense is stoppable. Yes, We had a shot at this game, aside from one 50-yard run, that kind of changed the complexion. I think the Rams' defense is, you know, if not better, just as good as ours. Uh, so Nobody's exposed to Seahawks' defense in a while. And the Rams are, like, not good. They're not bad. They're just in that frustrating realm of teams that can, like, only – like play against good teams and they refuse to understand how to beat a bad team. So I like that. Yeah. I'm going
1: okay. Rams. Guys, Sunday night game of the week. We finally got one of these, right? Titans at yeah. Packers.
3: This is a big one.
1: It's a big game. Both teams need it. The Packers want to secure that number one seed. The Titans fighting for their playoff lives. It's going to be, a fucking bloodbath, and I can't wait for it because Derrick Henry is just that rare running back who is, I just outplaying his contract. Every running back you give money to, it's a bad decision, except for Derrick Henry.
3: Yeah, I mean, playing in Green Bay at this time, it seems like only the the Giants, uh, only like Eli Manning could beat them up there at this time of the year. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is Eli season. Yeah, you need some uh, some be dumb to go up there and win. You gotta be dumb. You can't be smart and trying to play smart. Hey, you have to guess what? Coach, coach is pretty dumb. Yeah, no, nah, <laughs> Vrabel, Vrabel, will do some dumb shit. This was a tough one to pick. I, ah, ooh, 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 I think I, ooh, I gotta go with the pack. Yeah,
2: I guess. Yeah, I mean the the this could be a fun one. If you if you look at the at what both teams are good and bad at, uh, the Titans have a bad pass defense, and the Packers have a bad run defense, which is pretty funny when you consider how Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback of the Packers and Derrick Henry, as we mentioned, pretty good at running. Yeah. Uh, so this could be like ninety to ninety-one, and I think. You're not wrong for picking the Packers. I'm going to also pick the Packers, but, I mean, there's just no surprises. Whoever wins.
1: I'm going Titans. This is the kitchen sink game for Mr. Vrabel. He's got to pull out all the stops.
2: It's also a kitchen sink game for Mr. Hartigan trying to get back in these picks. Yeah, exactly.
1: So I need this Titans. Come on, Titans. Huh? Bills at Patriots. Monday Night Football. Patriots have officially been eliminated. The Bills have officially won the AFC East for the first time in 20 plus years. Uh just hey. a sad Patriots team. Just so pathetic and sad. They have nothing going on, especially offensively. Cam Newton, it looks so it looks like it's painful for him to just
3: throw the ball. Who signs him? Saints. San Francisco?
2: Lots of possibilities on the board. San Francisco would be making a mistake. They should draft someone or get Matthew Stafford, who might also be available. Uh, it just really depends. I think he maybe he backs up Darnold in in Slam. Oh God! I mean, there's some there's some horrible alternate hey. or possible futures that we I'd could
3: like. Make. I'd like Cam living in New York with no pressure on him, just making a, a couple million dollars, hanging out.
2: And being at the height of fashion on Fifth Avenue. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's it's an easy pick, but I really wish that the Pats would just take care of business out there and beat the Bills. Everybody's just jizzing all over Josh Allen and the Bills like they're some kind of revelation. I mean, they've always had, you know, more ability than we gave them credit for, but they're they're the Bills. Let's not
1: I wanna know let's not get crazy. Wh- why Josh Allen's not in the MVP conversation. It's all Mahomes uh, and Rogers. I'd argue Josh, just as valuable to his team. His numbers are just as good as those guys when you include the rushing totals because he's rushed for like nine touchdowns, and like 500 yards. So
3: what else do you need to see from this guy? I mean, he's fucking crushing it. I understand what you're saying, but it doesn't make sense. Okay. okay. Yeah, I mean, the playoffs
2: will be the crucible that burns Josh Allen's uh, hype into dust, but I, this actually raises a great question. We're talking about the Patriots. I know that it's a boring game and we don't have to keep going on it too much, but, but do you hate the Patriots or Tom Brady's bucks more? Like is, was it Tom Brady that made the Patriots hateable or was it the Patriots that made Tom God, Brady? Hate?
3: That is tough. Cause I hate them both. Mm. Uh, I guess I would have to say the Patriots. I think I hated Belichick more than Tom.
2: I think so, too. I don't want to see Tom succeed. I don't like it. But it is the system, the, Patriot, the whole Patriot way thing that I think is what annoyed me in the first yeah. place. So glad to see it fall.
3: Yeah. Yeah, is, I'm picking the, pats, picking the Pats just to make Dan look uh, dumb, talking about MVP stuff. Support for this show is brought to you by Bet Online. The wait is finally over. Football is in full effect with many teams strutting their stuff. You might not be able to attend a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at BetOnline. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to BetOnline today and use the promo code Armchair to take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. BetOnline, your online sportsbook X hurts. Nice sound effect.
2: Makes me want to gamble.
3: Yeah, yeah. Put your life on the line. Every week,
1: you guys write us, you send us shit, and we compile it, and we grab something, and we read it. Thanks. Keep sending it. We'll keep reading it. Uh, I'm going to do one real quick. Oh my Jesus Christ. It's from Jenny McCarthy again. She just keeps writing in. She says... The continued rollout of the vaccine disgusts me. Nobody's doing anything to stop it. What have you guys done since last week, since I wrote in? What have you two, not including Jamel, because I love him, what have you two been up to? Why have you. It's time to get mad, people. I saw that Dr. Anthony Grouchy got a vaccine on live TV. Pretty soon, Roger Goodell is going to do the same from his stupid basement, and you people are going to applaud. You're all sheep. Nobody should get vaxxed, especially NFL players. Thank you. P.S. Jamo, if you don't have any plans for Christmas, I'd love to get together. Signed, cool. Jenny
3: McCarthy. Damn, I don't. Um, Take a, take a bike to Virginia.
2: Well, I mean, you don't want to, to cheat it. on Ricky Lake.
3: Look, man, me and Ricky, it's run its course. Wow.
2: I mean, she—he wasn't the only one to get a vaccine. You got Pence, got a vaccine. You got Lindsey Graham, Mitch McConnell, all the favorite people who said this whole thing was a hoax for an entire couple of the, for an entire year, and then said everything else we cared about was a hoax before that. Uh, they're just lining up to get the first fucking vaccines off the off the conveyor belt. It's just so fucking annoying. That is why I've left my Twitter, my personal Twitter handle. I don't even use that to scroll anymore. I go on the story with a football and just watch football related things and let the news sort of trickle down to me from other people telling me what's happened because it's just too damn annoying.
3: You're getting your news from Chase Claypool.
2: There's no justice. That's what I've learned. Twitter has taught us that there is no such thing as real true justice and that it's just a fight to the finish line. Hopefully you die happy.
3: Hell yeah. And I don't mind old white guys getting it first. Isn't everybody on Instagram scared? They're like, oh my God, what's going to happen to my face? Yeah. Let these old fucking crusty assholes try it out. See what happened to them.
2: Man, I don't care if a fucking vaccine put like a Drew Brees birthmark on my face. I would still take it. I want to
3: get out of here. I don't understand. Like the, so Twitter taught me that, and Instagram taught me that people just have to be upset about something and tell somebody that they're upset. Like, mm-hmm. we've spent a year in the house. Now nobody wants to take the vaccine. It's so you guys annoying assholes that we have to be the the trust the government people because I
1: I liked being the the government man. It's coming yeah. to get you. But now we have to be the people like just get your fucking vaccine and stop being. Like a conspiracy theorist, please.
2: Because it's not—it's not asking to trust the government. It's asking to trust common sense. It doesn't make any sense to turn uh, eighty percent of the country into you know people with Down syndrome. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, and these are all people.
3: And these are all people who have TB shots since they were five years old. Oh yeah, we we already have vaccines inside of us. You guys are y'all just showed up today. Go ask your parents to see
1: their polio shots. They'll show you right now. They all have them.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And and the people
2: who didn't get them because they were scared of the government are currently dead. There's no no sense being made by any of these theories. It's just all stupid. Go get a vaccine. Do it immediately and put your mask on until then. I think the three of us are probably like 300 millionth in line for this thing anyway because we're young, healthy, and in California. So... Do it for us so we can leave.
3: Yeah, there you go. Jamel, you got a letter? Oh, yeah, I do. Um, this letter comes to us from Dwayne Haskins' one dangling earring. <laughs> it says, uh, Hey guys, love the show. Don't hate me because I'm beautiful. And keep hanging in there. Short and sweet. <laughs> keep hanging in there? Wow, Jamel, yeah.
1: you really went for it? I did. Unbelievable! <laughs> Dwayne Haskins' earring—does he wear
3: one or does he have two? He wears one cross, like he's a fucking in a band in the '80s. <laughs> That's also—I've—I've
2: I've noticed that on DK Metcalf too. Has the same. That's one just one the earring. thing, yeah. yeah.
3: All the dudes, young young black guys, everybody's on this rock star energy. We're rockers. We wear leather pants. That's fucking. How religious sick. do you think? Can that... I be that? Can I do that? No. No, you can't. They can't do it either. You could
2: do a dangly Star of David. Ooh, which would be hard, actually. I like that. You
1: know, I know the whole goal, though, is to not advertise that you're Jewish.
3: <laughs> <It's> not <laughs> historically for, doesn't work out well.
2: For but. another month, we should keep it under wraps.
3: I'm going to do a dangly Bluetooth headset. I'm going to dangle Ooh. my Bluetooth headset down. I like that.
2: Or turn turn earbuds into
3: Ooh into yeah. Hearing
2: couple
3: yeah, air art if you need it yeah.
1: There it is danny letter read it
2: all right well i'm gonna just I'll, I'll just dig and dig and dig until they've reached the very bottom and here we go this is from the president of fantasy football wow whoa hey guys love the show i wanted to write a letter To personally congratulate Danny Solomon on his monumental victory this week over Dan Hartigan's team in the fifth place matchup. Huge win, and don't let anyone tell you different. If fifth place wasn't important, we wouldn't even designate it as a game at all. So it definitely is. Just a great win on the backs of a well timed breakout from your stars, Kyler Murray and Aaron Jones. As president of fantasy, I hereby decree fifth place to be the new first place and award you the $1,000 in prize money. sign the president. Well, thank you. It was a great win for fifth place dominance. And nobody really cares about the other teams who are still involved. So I'll take that money. Who's in the final? Gotta Middleman know, again? Yeah, it's just people who we don't really, we're not happy for.
1: I'm serious. I like did not pay attention to who won those things. I'm going to take a look right now. Just give me a
3: As you do that, I also realized that um, I had convinced myself that if I was in the playoffs, I would have won this week, but I would have lost to Middleman by like four points, which might have crushed me. Yeah,
2: he's, uh, the, he's the guy who, for, for those who who have been hearing his name, he's basically the guy who we don't even really work with. He doesn't work at our office anymore. He was kind of a holdover from another era of the show and uh he was just the last guy who's willing to join the fantasy team when we need an even number so he's always in the mix and he always seems to do pretty well which is
3: irritating because yeah. he, he offers us really bad trades and just enjoys taking our money it's uh Lauren Blackwell versus middleman Come on,
1: Lauren. Lauren!
2: Very much rooting for Lauren Blackwell, one of our on, uh, our, our segment producers. She's awesome. Also, Danny,
1: beat, you and I, you and I would have beat anybody last week. So I of course, know, that's how it plays out. But of
2: course, I'm uh, angry. They all uh, I got my ass kicked.
1: Yeah. Um.
2: Mm.
3: Anyhow, final thoughts. What you got? Uh, I got one. Um, been home. I'm in Virginia through the holidays. And I've been watching football with my friends. And this is just an open letter to any friends of mine who are still listening to this show. Um, just put your gun in a safe, man. Just buy a safe for the gun. And if you need to talk, let's talk. You niggas seem super sad. And I don't and I don't know how to stop that. Uh I'm not just gonna hug you. I can't just volunteer a hug. I'm willing to hug you. Uh I just let you I just want you guys to know I'm here for you and please put the hammer in a safe. That's all I ask. I'm not even gonna say don't get a gun. That's impossible. This is Virginia. You gotta have one. Just get a damn safe.
2: Greed. Fatherhood uh, sounds lovely. I'll just throw something out here. Um Two things, actually. One's quick because it's just, just premiered. Uh, Dan Snyder considering strongly sticking with Washington football team as the team's name, but they're also being told that the Washington football club is in the running. So uh, I'm actually a fan of fun team names. I don't think that... I I like the feel of Washington football team, don't get me wrong. I like the whole aesthetic. I think you probably should stick with that. But I like the invention of new things like, you know, monsters and or or (laughs) mythical creatures or you know, cool machines that you can name your team after. So I just thought they'd come up with something. I I always remember when the thunder was getting created and they had an option for, they had several on the, uh, on the final list of five. And one of them was the bison. I thought that was cool. And then one of them was the wind. So I just like, give us some fun options, you know, don't just, don't just stick to something like this. And then the other one is, uh, it's Christmas. And I just want to say, uh, who will always and forever be the greatest Santa Claus, Andy Reid. I love it when that man throws on the Santa outfit and goes into the locker room. I hope he does it again this year. Oh, he will. After we win the bye-y.
1: Um. guess my final thought is just, it's nice having a quarterback. Jalen Hurts, welcome into my heart.
2: Technically you've had a quarterback all season since you believed in Carson Wentz until you didn't.
3: Yep. Yeah. That's also true. My faith. You got got two hearts now? You got two hearts now. Two hearts like a cow.
1: I'm sorry, Carson Wentz. I never meant for this to happen to you, but I'm sorry.
3: Uh, I'm sorry, Jalen Hurts. You have to play for the Eagles for the next ten years. So sorry.
2: Sorry I got that cow fact wrong. I think it's stomachs.
3: Yeah, it's two stomachs. But I'm with you. Sorry.